Warning, Code Brown. It's bullets to bedpans. We're dealing with a whole bunch of shit. The following content may not be suitable for some audiences, i.e. people who do not like gory descriptions, swearing, bowel stories, salty language, or one-off humor. If you're under 18, this show is probably not for you. Audience discretion is advised. Welcome to Bullets to Bedpans. I'm Medic MZ. And I'm Nurse Detox. So what are we talking about today? So I have a question for you. All right. Why do you never trust a student, nursing student, med tech? Why do you never trust them? Oh my God. Where to start? Because we were students once too, right? Because we all think we know more than we do. We're all overconfident. Even when we're scared, we're trying to show we got it. And they're just dangerous. I mean, I remember a student, clinical student, this one's actually hilarious and creepy at the same time, but I was working on a small labor and delivery unit and we brought in med techs, clinical students, right? And they would come rotate through labor and delivery postpartum. And one day I noticed that this clinical student, he's going into the room but he's not really coming out that quickly. And it's a, it's a guy and Hey, I, some of the best nurse practitioners I knew were actually, I knew a male one that was phenomenal. So I'm not bashing men in general because they can do this job as well as anybody, but you are a little more careful when you have men interacting with women, especially students when they're just learning. Cause sometimes they are bright eyed, bushy tailed and don't always know what those boundaries look yes, like. Right? right. Exactly. They're learning the boundaries. Good summary. So he's going in and out and I'm like, God, he's in there a long what time. What are you doing? Well, come to find out, he was hitting on some of the single moms. He knew their statuses and he was trying to get their phone number. Nothing says I want to date you after just seeing a whole lot of vag. <laughs> then going and asking a mom post-delivery for them digits. Yeah. yeah. You know she's on a commission for six I, weeks. I don't think he Come was on, man. after that. I think he was out of the field from there. How do you even counsel that? Like, what were you thinking? I brought him to, if I'm not mistaken, it was a long time ago. I brought him to the senior, you know, it was like somebody over all the clinical students told him what happened and let them handle it and said, he doesn't come back here. And he didn't. He was off our floor. That's scary. Dangerous. Right. It makes me wonder, like, what what was he hoping to get out of that? Yeah. I mean, a date with somebody that has a new. Yeah. Weird. How about you? So this is actually pre-military. I was a CNA. Uh, Might have been a knucklehead kid, but um, did okay in school. So uh, my junior year, I got to go through a um, program uh, that was offered through my high school that basically hooked me up. Uh, with college classes. And I was a CNA before I even had a high school diploma. So we were doing clinical rotations and I was at a nursing home that day. And uh, we had a patient, uh, we'll call her Miss Helen, and it was colostomy bag day. Oh. So brace yourself, it's going to get a little shitty. Oh, um, those are so rough. Yeah. And you know, you're 
newly uh, learning this job and skill set, and you just want to get into everything. You're bright eyed, you're bushy tailed. <laughs> no, I was like, I, I can do this. I've got it. So the first wave hit you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There was a whole lot of uh, confidence, and um, I, uh, yeah, that 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 Did one didn't go well. Up? Well, so we had the uh, the teacher that was kind of walking me through it. I was the first one up that day, and um, I didn't want to look like a punk, right? Of so not. you get the adhesive and start to peel the little uh, tagaderm piece off, and that first wave hit me. And turns out, you know, everybody has their thing. Some people don't do vomit. Some people don't right. do feces. Everybody oh, has their thing. Whatever, yeah. yeah, everybody has their thing. So. Oddly enough, mine's kind of evolved through the years. But at that point, it was poop, unbeknownst to me. And uh, instantly, my eyes start watering. And I'm like, okay, in through your mouth, out through your nose, in through your mouth, out through your nose. And then I'm like, I feel like I'm eating a shit sandwich over here. I start dry heaving and, like, retching. And uh, my my instructor's like, it's okay, you know, if you need to swap out. And at that point, I'm like, I'm not going to take a pride hit. I need to throw up. I'll do it when I'm done. I'm, I'm going to get this. <sighs> Young, dumb, and poor Miss Helen. She's obviously seeing all of this and was her mind was intact. She understood exactly what was going on. And inevitably, I ended up throwing up on this poor woman's oh. feet <laughs> in front of my peers, in front of my teacher, up on the patient and god love her she sat there oh dear oh dear oh dear so uh you're like oh shit oh shit yeah literally oh shit i can taste that and it's awful did you eat corn (laughs) good lord um so after we got miss helen cleaned up and situated i uh proceeded to go outside into the hall with my instructor and get my ass chewed For not knowing when to, to raise my out. hand. Yep. She goes, you're going to walk away today with half of your ass and a whole lot of lessons. Do not ever do that again. If you are about to throw up, you call in for reinforcements. You had a handful of peers right there you could have picked from. Do not let your pride get in the way of what's best for the patient. Right. Well, lesson learned. Uh, you know what? We get in some of the most precarious situations, right? This was putting a Foley catheter in and putting a male Foley catheter in. Oof. Huh? Oof. Yeah. Oof. And so, uh, three, four nursing students and the, and the instructor, and she's like, okay, who'd like to do this? I'm all like, Oh, hell no. Who I'm not- wants to jam this piece of plastic up this guy's pee pee? Yeah, like- the guy's like 70 years old. Right. And, and he's, uh, he's sitting there with four female nursing students, all in our twenties. Can you imagine what he felt like? Right. Uh, he's probably a little older. Did he take his little blue pill that day? Hopefully not. Well, no, no, he must've been under like duress or just terrified because nothing was standing up. It was, that was half the problem that they, let's see, how do I say this in a way that you understand it? I mean, then. Nurses and tech stuff will get it, but if your civilian never have done this, you have to straighten out the penis enough to get it down, to get it past the prostate, you know, into the urethra, into the bladder, right? So you have to straighten out the shaft enough to get that down, which means you have to hold it firmly, right? 
So she's the nursing student is holding this, but she doesn't want to hold it firm because she doesn't want to hold it firm. And she's trying to push the catheter in and the nursing instructor's like, okay, no, you, you need to like hold it. And she's trying to push it in. The poor little penis is like turtling down and like oh, running away God. and she can't get it in. And finally the nursing instructor is like, no, like this. And she just grabs it. And the guy's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Pitting> <laughs> it around. And pulls it up. And I'm like, oh my God. And then bam, slams this thing. And she was probably gentler, but to me, it was just like. Very after- aggressive. Because <laughs> she just, I'm sure the nursing instructor was like, oh shit, I, we just got to get this done. And the more you keep kind of going in and out, you're causing trauma in there. So you can't just get part of it and then it slides down. I mean, you start causing issues, <laughs> more issues. Oh my God, it was hilarious. But, you know, we all marched in there like, yeah, we got this. And we all walked out going, man, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, that's part of uh our right to passage, right? It's an initiation. You have to get your confidence knocked at least a handful of times to understand what the hell is even going on around you and how to get things done. And you do, you have to lick your wounds. I I think one of the funniest ones, um, I was working labor and delivery and we had a lady that needed her water broke and the head's very down in the pelvis and the bag of water hadn't broke, but because it was so in there, there was no fluid in the front. Cause sometimes you can feel the bag oh, yeah. and then you can get the hook in there and just hook it. Well, you couldn't feel that. It was like taut against the head. Oh, cause so, baby said it was right there against the right. sack, I guess, right? Yeah, so in order to break the bag, they needed to get the bag broken. You need to lift the head up enough to let some fluid run down and then hook it and then you break the bag, right? So I was at a teaching hospital and the doctors there, the residents were actually very supportive of the nurses. They And the nurses were very well trained. We had an amazing staff. Um, and so they go in the room, we're all in this room and the doc has his baby doc with him, right? His intern. And he's like, okay, we're gonna break this bag of water. And I already knew, I'm like, well, this is gonna be fun. And so he goes in there and he, you see the whole like tongue out, kind of like trying to get it. The, the doc, the staff docs, or the residents trying to, you know, say, okay, do this, do that. And he couldn't get it, right? And there is nothing more shaming to the baby docs, the interns and residents, for the resident to say, we'll let the nurse do it. And of course, you know, I went in and did what I had to do and broke the water. And he just came out. You could see him just like head down. And the this resident was like, hey, you're going to get it next time. And he just looked at me and I was like, you have, they're stronger than you think. You can push pretty hard. Like, and that was the problem. Is like, he wasn't sure how much pressure he could put. And, you know, it, it's all new. <laughs> You're in foreign land, literally. <laughs> I can uh, imagine you following that conversation up with him saying something along the lines of, and maybe next time, keep your mouth closed because you're definitely in the splash zone. Oh, so as we're saying, right, students are confident. Like, they'll... It's not confident because we know we're all nervous, but we come in like we got this right. We're we're idealistic. We're all we're going to conquer the world. We're going to learn everything. We're going to be awesome, right? And we're most dangerous. It's kind of like when you drive in another country and you're driving the other side of the road. You're actually most dangerous when you're about like six months in because you get kind of comfortable. And that's what happened to like some of the residents. Um, You know, they get six months in, they're getting kind of 
confident. Nursing students, we're all the same, right? You get a certain level of confidence. And that's like you said, we get knocked down, right? <laughs> so we had life this, will humble you. Oh, we had this med student. God love her. And I know she meant well. She told me batty, absolutely batty. Every it seemed like every patient that was mine, it was hers. And she'd go in these rooms and she'd call out for me and tell me everything that she needed done, orders and this and that. And I'm like, is she even talking to the intern? Like, are they just letting her roam free? Oh, hell no. So I'd come down there and say, hey, what's going on? Well, we're going to blah, blah, blah. Have you talked to the intern yet? Are, did you pass this by them? Because I need some clearance before I'm letting you run wild there. Oh, well, yeah, they said, hmm. So I would kind of catch her trying to run rogue. And I'm like, all right, she's a little This ain't the wild, wild west. It might be military medicine, but even we have rules. Right. And I'm like, yeah, we're not cool with that. And so this went on like all day. I was like, God. So I was kind of half babysitter. And I, I told the intern resident, I'm like, you guys are killing me. She will not calm down. She's like super eager. She's in the middle of everything. I know, I know, but she's, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to roll with it, but like, I don't want a situation to happen because she's a little overconfident. Anyways, we end up in delivery and usually the setup, you know, the docs down there delivering, I usually am up by the head of the mom, you know, holding a leg, doing what needs to be done, but I'm coaching the mom and the dad, if they're, or dad or partner or spouse, whoever's there. And I'm getting them to work together, right? It's their moment. So I'm trying to tell the dad, I'm explaining to him, I just want you to count quietly in her ear for the pushing and you guys work on that and I will guide you, you know, whatever we need to do. Okay, got it. So he's over there trying to you know, be with his wife and count. And I've got the med student. She's between me and the doc. And so she's where the leg, you know, the leg's kind of up at an angle, right? And she grabs the leg and she pushes on it. And I'm like, what is she doing? And then she's counting loud, one, two. And I look at the doc, who's a friend of mine, and I'm like making faces like, will you calm her down, right? You do this or I do. Ugh. Well, the universe, God, whoever you want, took care of it for us. So baby's delivering. The baby was tight in there so not a lot of fluid had come out right so she's delivering and i don't know i've never seen this happen ever again when the fluid came out it squirted up sideways it hit her in the top of the head <laughs> it ran down her face and glasses and her mask it caught the top of her mask and it ran down I remember it hit her last down the front and she just stood there. And I'm like, I've got baby goo on my face. Don't I was I? trying not to laugh. I was trying so hard not to. I was like, thank you, baby fucking Jesus. Thank you. And I said, ooh, I said, you know, maybe you should go get cleaned up. And she was like, yeah. She walked off and she went and just looked at me, the, the doc. And I was like, there is a God. <laughs> and he's on my side today. <laughs> karma it's only a bitch if you are oh my God. yeah so I, I definitely know that i have been the overconfident and i have seen the overconfident so lesson learned we don't trust new docs new nurses new med techs no we don't trust any of them uh -uh. 
and I think we should have the audience give us their stories. I think it would be some of the most hilarious stories. Totally. So I think you guys should give us your stories. Like what have you either a witnessed or had to deal with or how you got humbled? Cause we've all been there. EMS folks, especially, I know you guys are notorious oh, for being yes. assholes. Paramedics teaching the new EMTBs, asking them to do ambulance checks and you know, make sure there's plenty of blinker fluid and just all sorts of silly, silly nonsense. I know you guys are going to have a lot of fun stories to share with us. All right. We're going to give a little bit of a shout out here to our artwork people, Joe Weber. He's on Instagram, Joe Weber underscore tattoos. And our introduction, our outro and our disclaimer, big shout out to Pam Berrigan and Derek Ross. We want you guys have an awesome day. Peace out.